0: It's the Playhouse Podcast with Kat and JJ on demand, even if you're on the can. Dude, come on. Let's say you wake up in the middle of the night and you're really kind of ashamed that you're snacking. Don't have to be anymore. We've got the big time solution for you coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. Can you help me? I appreciate you holding and come on the show with us. OPP, by the way, guys, other people's problems. When listeners have an issue, we figure it's just better to throw it on the radio because uh, a lot of people listening have probably been through something like this. So I'm guessing we're going to get a healthy dose of moms and dads that have gone through this stuff. Tell us what's going on with your son.
1: Okay, so I think the issue I'm having with my son is I love my son. He's a great kid, but he there's this girl that he's seeing at his school. And, you know, I haven't met her in person, but, like, I get the context that, like, she is, like, kind of very flirty and stuff like that. And I just happened to be passing by my son, and I kind of glance over at his phone, and she's sending very suggestive photos, like, insanely suggestive photos. And I'm like, no, these are, like, middle school kids. Like, there's no reason oh for her to be God. sending pictures like this how do i how do i as a as a mom address this to my son like I don't think my son knows that I saw these pictures it's like do I like confront him do I confront this girl? do I confront her parents do I talk to the school like like i don't want to I, I don't want it to escalate to where the authorities involved, but because they're just kids, kids do silly things like this. And they send like cute little sexy photos of themselves. But at what point do I need to intervene?
2: Well, did you have that conversation when he got his phone? I did where my son Liam is 11 and I said anything on your phone is your responsibility. I don't care if somebody else sent it to you, if it makes you feel weird or if you have to hide it. Then it's a problem. It's not like he's hiding it. It's just I guess I just need to be a little bit more observant.
1: I did tell him, hey, listen, having a phone is a big, big boy responsibility. You got to make sure that, like, if there's anything goofy going on, you have to let me know. I think it's because it's a girl that is, that 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 he likes, and he doesn't want to like lose that crush or become Aww. like uncool in the eyes of the kids at his school. It's like, how do I, how do I, how do I intervene? How do I make this work without? I guess uh, ruining
0: his social life, as the kids would say. Sure. Okay. Then this is a good spot to stop. What would you do if you were Angel? Have you been through this? Your kids started getting some racier stuff on their phone. How did you squash it? How did you tell, you know, use it as a learning moment, as in, this could become problematic. Yeah. Just talked to Angel a couple of seconds ago. You want to recap what she was talking about, Kat?
2: Yeah. She had talked about how her son has a phone, has a girlfriend. He's in middle school. And she noticed, she walked by, she saw maybe a suggestive photo in his phone coming through text. She said, he's such a good kid. Uh, but she's always said that, you know, much like I've told Liam, you are responsible for what's in your phone. She just wants him to not be put in that position by this girl that he's dating. She's sending pictures of who knows, maybe herself in her bra or. Think of
0: this kid though; he's thirteen. And he's getting pictures sent to him yeah, of I you know. and your bathing suit. Yeah. You know, like and he's not going to say, Mom, look what's going on here. He's for sure. Now he's showing all his friends.
2: Nope, that is where that's where things get really tricky. That's when you have to talk to your your son and your daughter. Do not share things that could be damaging
0: with other people. I guarantee he's showing his friends.
2: But I, I do understand their lobes are not completely developed. They are going to make mistakes.
0: Hey, Mike, how are you this morning, bud? Hey,
3: good. How are you guys?
0: Good, good. Appreciate your thoughts on this. What is, uh, you know, what popped in your mind right away?
3: Well, uh, first off, the middle school thing totally threw red flags for me. Like, that's that's really hard when it's middle schoolers. Yeah. Like, high school, you know, they're getting older and hormones are flying, but middle school is a little bit younger than what you would want. Um, we really went through, like, it's harder generations. Like, I'm generation, you know, we had the – Pay for our text messages, things like that. So, obviously, I don't think people were sending as many texts that were suggestive on their Nokia's. But um, <laughs> nowadays, they have apps, third-party apps. We we have Bark on our kids' app, so that we can kind of monitor behind the scenes. You so know, tell we're, me not, more about we're Bark. not going through their phones. So it's an app that flags things that it sees as suggestive or. It can flag things that are, like, it even helps with, like, suicide prevention kind of things. Like, if it, if it hears those keywords and messages that the kids are sending, it, it lets you know about it so you can then approach it as the parent, uh, you know. So without, you're not really without, spying without, on like,
0: everything. You're just checking. Like, it's right, okay It marks their
2: phone and lets them know. This is a heads up. You know what's weird is the other day we were driving by, there was a vape billboard, and Liam's like, you know what? I'm not seeing a ton of vape ads like I used to. I was like, oh, my God. You know, 11 years old, he's scrolling on his Facebook Reels and he's seeing vape ads. That's, you know, exactly who they want.
3: And in this case, maybe it's an ability for her to have a choice. She could go talk to her son directly, be like, I saw these photos, needs to stop, you know, kind of approach it that way. Then you have issues with secrecy and things like that where he'll just get more, try to get easier to hide it. But if you get Bark and then, I mean... He doesn't need to know exactly what it it covers. Like, maybe it doesn't do images, but you could be like, oh, I, it can let me see if there's any photos that are being sent to your phone, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of be sneaky that way a little bit. So then he would stop doing it to not get caught by the bark app. Yeah. And I, I mean, don't
2: agree with like uh, jumping on him. You know, like, I can't believe you have these pictures oh, in your right. phone. Like, sorry, mom. She sent it to me at noon. I just checked. It's there. Yeah. What do you want me to do? She did it or he did it. So.
0: And if they know that you're going to know, they know yeah. that you're kind of, you yeah. know what I mean? It, it kind of works double, triple time that way. So, But
2: also, uh, is that the right way to go? Like, I like to give my kid a bunch of rope.
0: I well, you kind of I... do here, right? But it gives you a chance to jump in before it gets too late. So, hey, Miranda, I appreciate you holding. I wanted to get your story on here and get uh, people's thoughts on this because uh, we know enough to form a little opinion, but tell everybody what's going on here with your sister now.
1: My sister is drop dead gorgeous okay and uh there's a group of us we like to get together at least once a month and go out and of course she gets hit on and i guess she started getting tired of this so she's decided to start telling men that she's a lesbian
2: (laughs) she Um, is that would not you like to be that hot one day I'm like, S- seriously? By the way, this is how we're wired
0: differently. If I ever thought I was so hot, I still wouldn't go, I'm so hot, I'm gay. Yeah. that's. I <laughs> Back just, off. Right. Chick. Like, I just don't... Guys wouldn't do that, I don't think. I guess that's one way out. All right. So is this keeping guys from hitting on her?
2: Um. It It is a, a quicker
1: deterrent than letting them go on trying to convince her that they sh- she should give them a chance. Yeah. But a friend of ours kind of gets upset about it now because she... Uh, feel like feels like it's disrespectful. I kind of get that um, to, I guess, the gay community and that she's lying about being
0: gay herself. See, you know, I think this is kind of different. I think this is kind of flattering.
2: You do? Yeah. Like, I don't want to mess with the the other sex is bothering me so badly that I get why well, you...
0: Like, it's it's not like she's like, I'm so ugly, I have to pretend I'm gay. Remember, she's like, I'm so hot, I have to pretend I'm gay. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I feel like just like use your voice, you know, like uh, you're not my type. I'm not out tonight. Some to guys get don't get I, I
0: get this. Some guys, I've had friends that just don't get it. They don't get that. I know that a lot message. of guys
2: that'll hear a chick's gay and be like, oh, yeah, this is awesome.
0: They try so, and they, try and, uh, they right. think they're going to wiggle their way into between them. <laughs>
2: That's a good question. Is it distasteful to pretend you're gay just to get the opposite sex to stop hitting on you? Once again, hot person problem. Like all the people that complain about getting cat called, <laughs> they're all hot people. I would never complain about that in my life. What's your first thought when you hear this audio? These are two sister is sitting in a kitchen. One is breastfeeding the other one's child here. Feed my sister's baby while she eats and recovers. Oh my God. I've already fed her. She's just she loves to She wants to nurse 24-7 and so I'll just pop in and give her a little feed so Kate can get stuff done besides just nursing. <laughs> <My> God. <sighs> Hannah texted us right away during that break and she said, listen, I heard about this story as well and my sister and I do the same thing. Which... It's all about nourishing and calming the child. I know. But it's also, isn't there like a bit of confusion? That's
0: what I was going to say. Is the baby the confused?
2: Like what if he does end up preferring or she ends up preferring the sister's nipple over yours? And then you have that that confusion uh, aspect of the whole thing. Now,
0: kids are pretty adaptable. So they really just are looking for the, right? I mean, your your natural instinct is to get the nourishment.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, if you talk to any lactation expert out there, sometimes babies do prefer certain nipples to other ones. the thing I've
0: never done in my entire life is talk to a lactation expert.
2: Really? Oh, what a shame. They're very knowledgeable. But I would just love your first thought on it. Hannah, I would love for you to call in. I thought that that was um, pretty amazing that we had somebody that could relate to this story that was trending over the weekend. Would have
0: you done it? If you you had a baby the same time your sister had a baby, what have you done it for?
2: Um, If we were in... The only situation that I could think of is the Selma Hayek situation where she was in that war-torn country and there was no mom around. They didn't have access to baby food, but she was still nursing her child. And so her milk was kept up and she just breast, she asked the the mom that was there that did not have milk to produce. And the mom gave permission. This baby was crying in hunger. I mean, you'd have to be. It's
0: a solid human move to let another baby suckle.
2: It is, but it's also like kind of a no brainer. If I had my milk kept up and I was somewhere and there was a baby that was so hungry, just like starving and crying. And I had an access to a a teat for this baby. Don't you think it would be kind of like a Satanist move to just watch the baby cry, knowing that you could give them what they needed? It's a
0: tough one, man.
2: Are you just thinking about boobs? This no, is a weird conversation. I'm thinking to have a, a lot about
0: boobs, but not just about boobs. So, uh, how would you handle this? Would you would you do this for your sister? Would you give up Lefty for a sister to let the baby go to town?
2: Hannah did. I'd love to hear how that whole thing came about. That's a big conversation to have with.
0: A loved one? Tuesday morning during the live show early at 640. Going to get you $2,000 cash at about 720. How about a new tattoo? And then just after 8 o'clock, we get you into the First Steps Baby Expo. And remember, those tickets include a chance to get a full car detail. Thanks to St. Cloud Toyota. That's like a $400 value. Another ton of giveaways Tuesday morning during the live show. Right now, let's finish up the podcast. Think about this. You're a pregnant cat. You have a late-night craving. You go to the pantry... You get a big tablespoon scoop of peanut butter. I mean, Heck it's yeah. awesome. But then you take your peanut butter ridden spoon and you just leave it on the nightstand <laughs> or you leave it on the, you know, the the steps or something you like know what, that. My
2: husband who got me pregnant, he can pick it up and put it in the dishwasher. That's the least he can do. And some nights I didn't even know I did it.
0: If you find yourself liking a little snack at night, they've now narrowed it down to these couple of things that they're saying are okay.
2: So if I I wake up and grab a handful of this, I shouldn't feel guilty. Yeah, you won't feel
0: as guilty. All right. And you were on point with the peanut butter. Mm -hmm. They're saying one of the best things you can have for a late night snack is a banana and nut butter. Potassium helps you relax. Complex carbs help the blood sugar spikes. Good on that. You were way ahead of the curve uh, cat.
2: There's something to you eating peanut butter throughout your pregnancy to avoid any peanut allergies, or is that just a Mm. situation that happens? I've never seen anything
0: that would support that, but it might be true. Mm. Uh, A couple of the other things that if you do want a late night snack, they suggest veggies and hummus. That's a good one for you. The hummus makes everything taste a little bit better. And obviously veggies are going to give you a a little bit of fiber and uh, they're usually not high in calories. Cheese and crackers. So any combo of protein and fiber is a good thing. But the big one, the numero uno one, if you're thinking, hey, I still want to remain healthy. Uh, I've been working too hard at this. I'm having late night snacks and I want to curb them. Sliced turkey breast.
2: Oh, yeah. I did that a couple of times.
0: The protein will hold off your hunger till the morning. And there's a little tryptophan, which means uh, you get a little uh, drowsy.
2: Yeah. I woke up one time. It was like a peppered turkey Derek's like, you got some stuff in your teeth. What's going on? <laughs> I thought you brushed your teeth. I was like, yeah, I think I had some turkey last night. Can I tell you what happened to Liam last yeah, night? Yeah, please do. Okay, so I am down in the basement, which has a window out to the driveway, and I'm folding laundry, and I'm watching some prime. And I look out, and he and Derek are playing basketball, and it's getting a bit darker out, and they have the music going, and they're having a great time. I look out. My kid's face is like beet red. He's on the ground. He's crying. He's holding his foot area. And I'm like, what the heck? And Derek's like, get out here, get out here. And I go out. Because you're a doctor. Our roof was done recently. They didn't get all the nails. The nail goes through oh, the shoe no. into my kid's foot. And he is just like not making any noise anymore. It's that kind of cry, not making any noise.
0: Was it like one of the white bandits when they step on the nail in Home Alone?
2: Yeah. And so I'm like, can I pull it out, buddy? Can I pull it out? He's so hardcore. He pulls it out and we get him upstairs, no blood. What, what does this mean? There's no blood, but there's like a an entry point. A
0: puncture wound.
2: I look at the nail, no rust, it's like one of those clean nails. So I'm like, What's the next step? So we get it into some Epsom salt water, wash it out a little bit, get some soap and water going. But is there something we should be looking out for? No,
0: if it gets red then you know the infection. like around right, Yeah, right. Or if he starts running a fever, that's the indication of an infection. Oh
2: my God. Then it's too late though, right? No, no,
0: no, no. You just get but an he, antibiotic and you're fine.
2: He's up to date on his shots, so he should be. No, it's okay. fine. It's gonna be
0: fine anyways. Nobody gets tetanus but from that But like, how stuff
2: crazy anymore. is that? How crazy? We we're like, thank God it's not his ankle.
0: Well, and you got to. <laughs> it was a freaking nail. Well, the weird his part foot. is, think about that. No matter what, that 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 nail. I mean, it was a longer nail, right? I'm guessing two, three yeah, inches. It was
2: probably it was that big. Yeah.
0: So that wasn't standing up. So he, you know what I mean? The odds of that going into your foot, if that nail is laying down, yeah. are so slim and none. But he caught
2: it, and it did. Yeah, went I mean, right that's, through the sole. That's right the unique through. part.
0: And number one, that the shoe didn't just chuck it. Yeah, right. Like it has to be perfect placement. The odds of that happening are so astronomical.
2: It was crazy. Anyway, thought I'd share it because uh, he's hardcore in the car listening.
0: She is going to be flying from Japan. This Sunday to now, make it to the Super that? Bowl. Yeah, it looks like it's a straight up thing. Now. Okay, it's confirmed. She's gonna do her show the night before. Get on a plane, bounce to Vegas, mm-hmm. land, get to the uh, get to the game, and support her boy. All right, I love that. So, yeah, I think it's great. Now, naturally, she has the means to it because she has a private jet and a lot of people in her camp that can get her from place to place. Uh, that's what billion dollar tour generators mm-hmm. get as a little bit of a bonus. But think about the furthest you've gone to support a loved one. Ugh. How's yours looking?
2: To support a loved one, yeah. Or be by whether whether who it was your I son, I thought I
0: loved your sister, an ex, one of your uh, dozen or so ex-fiancées. Yeah,
2: don't you remember? Okay, so uh, I've only been engaged once. Nice try, but well, t- I flew to Vegas every weekend. Did you know that? Every I didn't Friday, know you were flying to
0: Vegas every weekend.
2: every Friday. At like 11 a.m., I'd be down at the airport. I'd fly out a quick burn in turn. He'd pay for every other weekend. I'd pay. Oh, I what want were, that money back in my what life. Were,
0: what were tickets? What were round-trip tickets?
2: I don't even yeah. remember. I think it was pretty affordable. Um, Maybe like, I don't know, a hundred bucks.
0: Okay, so that's not bad.
2: No, this is way Vegas, back.
0: He'd pick you up. You guys would spend the weekend together and you'd come back here.
2: Yeah, but we wouldn't do anything like notable. We'd just like hang at his apartment. I went to Vegas every weekend to hang at his
0: apartment. You just wouldn't gamble? You wouldn't go do see a show or anything like that? Man.
2: No, we'd go to like a local bar that he hangs out at. I'd meet some of his friends. Maybe we'd go to a fun restaurant. Well, the plan Maybe. at that
0: point, you were planning on making the move out there, m- marrying yes. this guy, and spending forever living in uh, Henderson, Nevada. Christ.
2: It wasn't Henderson, Nevada?
0: Where was it? He was literally well, like he was living in Vegas. He wasn't living on the skirts. He,
2: no, he was maybe like from the airport, ten minutes. Oh, yeah.
0: So you get to McCarran, ten minute drive. You're at his right. apartment, and we wouldn't
2: even go on the strip. Nothing, not even at the. We wouldn't even go to the pool. We would just. I was just like hanging, spending so much money and time, and he'd never come back here. I would always have to go to
0: Vegas. So we've done the flyaway trips with with my son when his uh, when his youth baseball team got to the World Series. We were in Florida for a week and a half. Mm -hmm. So that was a a big one. This last year we had a a Friday night football game, high school football game in War Road. That was an afternoon game. And the game got over. I got in a, a car. Somebody gave me a ride back here, five hours back here. I slept for two hours. Got on the road for five and a half hours to make his fall baseball game in the middle of nowhere, Iowa. Yeah. And that one was a grind. My wife was like, why are you doing this? I'm like, I don't want to miss a game. Uh, And I was glad I went down there for the weekend. It was fun to watch. It was cool to hang out with some families and, and just get a different vibe. But when you spend... Like and I get some people do this for a living, but I don't. I I have a twelve minute ride to work. Yeah, I've got a seven minute ride to the gym. Then I've got a five minute ride home. Like the most I spend in my car is fifteen or twenty minutes. So when all of a sudden I was in the car for twelve of fifteen hours, I was like, this is a lot of alone time with me, and the the voices are scary. Yeah. So what's the furthest you've traveled? For a loved one. Right away, Rick texted. He said, I just got back from Germany to see my daughter, who was in a European tour as the Black Swan in Swan Lake. Oh, wow. Went for three days back in uh, last year in March. Went to Portugal with my son, who has a short film at an international competition.
2: That is so cool. You have some accomplished kids.
0: That's buck wild. That's really cool. Now, I, I get you want to maybe travel to another state. Maybe you're going to get on the highway for a weekend for one of their sporting events or something like that. But going overseas for like one, two, three days to just see your kid in a play. Think about that. What does a play last? 90 minutes? Maybe yeah. with intermission, two and a half hours. But right? it's
2: the port. Have you ever seen those videos where it's like, it's important to show up and the kids are like scanning the audience, trying to find their parents. And once they lock those eyes, they're just like, oh my
0: God, this is great. But I like, I remember being in college, I didn't expect my parents to show up for games. And then when they did, it was the biggest, coolest thing. Yeah. But I didn't expect it to happen. So you kind of ever been in that situation where you did the big travel for your kids? They're calling it tailoring now. <laughs> Saturday morning, wake up a little bit early and hit the road right away. Got a 90-minute uh, drive to head to a visitation and funeral for one of my wife's classmates, this girl that my wife grew up with, and they were really close, and her father had passed away. And so we go down there, and uh, and I mentioned to... My daughter, the night before, she goes, what are you guys doing this weekend? She calls from college, and, uh, and I go, oh, we got to go to this funeral tomorrow morning, and then the weekend's kind of open, and my wife starts talking to my daughter about this classmate of hers who was like the biggest troublemaker. Mm. She was like the instigator of that class. She would be the one. Everybody stay at my house. My mom and dad are going to get drunk, and then when we know that they go to bed, we're going to climb out the window and go pull some shenanigans my off God. in the neighborhood, right?
2: And this was her close friend? Yeah, it was. Okay. A, yeah,
0: and uh, and well, so Trisha's parents, they, they lived out in the country, yeah. and so if Trish was in town for anything, her parents were never wanting to drive back into town and get her and then drive all the way back out in the country. Yeah. So she would stay at this girl's house because they lived right in the middle of town, and her parents were always they were very big social yeah. people, so it would be, wait till they pass out, and they were going to go. I mean, and they never, like, went and robbed somebody or yeah. bought drugs, but it was just that, hey, we're going to sneak out at
2: midnight. Have you ever seen Now and Then with all the, it, who's in it? Is it like Demi, uh, Demi Moore, Moore and Rosie yeah.
0: O'Donnell? I think I saw that. Yeah, kind of a little bit like it's that, right? It's kind of
2: like that. One of the girls has uh, parents that are always drunk and partying and then so
0: they can sneak out. So, along the line, I'm talking to my daughter. My wife's side, We're FaceTiming her and <clears throat> my daughter asked, well, did, did she have any brothers or sisters? And Trish goes, yeah, she had a much older brother and then she had, uh, I'm two years older than my wife and we come from the same little town and this girl's older sister is a couple years older than me and I went oh I remember her they called her mad dog mad dog mad dog Sounds crazy right well she was like a great athlete but she was a very very big tomboy yeah right like she I mean and she would kick the hell out of guys like she would beat up boys good all right and my daughter who's like the most innocent just happy-go-lucky girl goes oh my god I would love that nickname. <laughs> so I started calling my daughter Reagan Mad Dog now. Yeah. And it just it's it's so weird that it doesn't fit. It's like the the fat guy you call Tiny yeah. or uh, the tall guy you call Shorty. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to roll with Mad Dog on this. But I was just wondering if growing up you were 16 and you would have got the nickname Mad Dog, would have that hurt your feelings?
2: Uh, I think I would have felt like I was being looked at as Butch. You got to get it on a sweatshirt for her. And give it to her. Oh, for, I'm for gonna her go, I'm or taking.
0: Christmas. I'm taking it to the house. Yeah, she's gonna be one day. She'll be Dr. Mad Dog, <laughs> and that's what I told her. I said, "Once you go away you to watch school, out for that one. I, I don't said, know would, if I want to be treated you by go Mad away Dog. To med school, this is gonna follow you. You're gonna be Mad Dog. Yeah. And so I'm very very excited for that. But I was just thinking, is is it such a different time right now that if a girl gets the nickname Mad Dog, yeah. it looks at it's looked at negatively.
2: Probably. But I mean, did she know all along that Mad Dog meant that she was badass and that she dominated she emb- sports? Yeah, she
0: embraced it.
2: Then maybe she loved Yeah. Then that fits. But you can't but along give it the to line, somebody that's like.
0: Somebody started calling her Mad Dog and there was a chance that they were going to get the ass because of it.
2: Yeah. Thank God she took to it. Thank God she's like, okay,
0: I can I roll was with just it. i curious if anybody else has grown up with a girl that had a really, really. Really, dudeish nickname.
2: So my friend Missy did not have a nickname, but she was scary. She was like that. She did uh, shot put, and she was just she she could kill anybody. Probably, it, it's
0: one thing to be a female and to be physically intimidating because yeah. you you were gifted with ph- phenomenal genetics or you worked really really hard to get strong. Yeah, but this girl was just a beast out the womb.
2: Yeah, Missy would like. She could start her car with a quarter because, and she'd keep the quarter back by her molars. Just take it out. She was, she was hardcore. She is who you wanted to walk with everywhere. Nobody messed with you ever.
0: I'm just looking real quick. If you want to chime in, you can either call or text, but I thought it was funny that my daughter wanted the nickname of Mad Dog and it might now stick. You, go, you got to bark with it, though. Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do it some justice, sir. Uh, anybody else have a girl that you grew up with, or maybe it was you, and you had that really kind of masculine nickname, and you loved it.